Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The cover-up is in, but now it's part two for the Biden crime family with a cover-up this time coming from the media. CNN's Dana Bash covering now. It's like she's almost on the payroll of the White House for Joe and Hunter Biden's corruption. Explaining away the millions and millions of dollars from our adversaries, the fact that he was selling access to the White House by saying, well, look, there's a lot of relationships that operate in a gray area intentionally and this is just politics so you really shouldn't be upset the question that anderson asked about the fact that doesn't it appear shady does that mean that the the president was involved in hunter biden's business dealings no but we all understand washington and we all understand um that a lot of these uh relationships operate in the gray areas intentionally, especially when you have uh, somebody who is either related to a a famous person or a powerful person or used to work for a a powerful person. You want your clients to know that you can get them on the phone. Yeah. I mean, I mean, wow. So there it is. It's not a big deal. Look, especially when you have somebody who's either related to a famous person or a powerful person, you want your clients to know that you can get them on the phone. So she's admitting that what they were selling was access to Joe Biden, that this was influence peddling, selling access to the United States of America. This comes on top of a new bombshell accusation. The Hunter Biden whistleblower, Gary Shapley, is now claiming that the FBI, in fact, spooked a corroborating corroborating witness. Take a listen to what he had to say. Again, this is how Devin Archer has now confirmed that President Biden lied. Okay, number one. And two, now you have this new whistleblower who is claiming the FBI spooked some of the cooperating witnesses. Um, you and Joseph Ziegler came out as whistleblowers uh, and testified before that House committee. Are there others who have yet to come out who are willing? Well, I, I think there's lots of people with uh, information that they're 
can shine light on this. And um, House Ways and Means Committee has requested, uh, you know, those names. We provided those names, and we, uh, the, the the government and, and the people of the United States, demand that the government and and, and look gets to the bottom of this. They need to talk to all these people. They can't just allow uh, uh, DOJ to not give access to to people. I mean, for example, the FBI SSA that 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 testified for the House Ways and Means Committee. He was he was given a letter the Sunday before from DOJ, basically telling him not to talk. And you know, I, uh, I know that he could have confirmed uh, additional uh, material facts on this investigation. And uh, you know, he did confirm that the uh, the uh, uh, FBI headquarters notifying the transition team and, and Secret Service. But really, that was the only thing that he was able to speak about. So there are there are so many other people, and we've provided that to the House Ways and Means Committee. And uh, we just hope that they follow uh, uh, follow the leads and talk to the people they need to talk to to get to the bottom of it, because mm -hmm. our tax system and, and the American people deserve it. Okay, Gary, thank you for your time. They, they may want to stay anonymous. I'm sure you took a risk coming out, and so did Joseph Ziegler Absolutely. as well. So now you have the FBI telling witnesses to shut up. Now, let's go back also to Devin Archer. Before I get into that, look, you did the tough thing during COVID. You paid your people and pulled your business through the pandemic. And now doing the tough thing could qualify you for a $26,000 per employee at covidtaxrelief.org. Government funds are available to reward companies with two or more employees who stayed open during COVID. This is not a loan, and you don't have to pay it back. Look, this program is complicated, but nobody knows more about it than the CPAs and tax experts at Consumer Tax Advocates. The best part is you pay nothing up front. They do all the work, and then they share a percentage of cash that you get. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took PPP loans, even if you had increases in sales. You did the tough thing for your employees during COVID. Let COVIDTaxRelief.org help get you up to $26,000 per employee. Visit COVIDTaxRelief.org. That's COVIDTaxRelief.org. COVIDTaxRelief.org. Devin Archer, I think, has come out. Uh, of this testimony before Congress, probably giving the most credible witness testimony on Hunter Biden's business dealings. Why? Because he was his best friend. He worked with him. And we know this. Many are now saying that Devin was not only a guy that looked very credible, but he seemed to be telling the truth and also at the same time being cautious at what he said. I wouldn't agree. I couldn't agree with that more, by the way, because I'm sure he's looking over his shoulder at the same time. But he was involved. He was with him. He knew what was going on. The amount of cash that he was making was directly tied to the Biden selling access, which is what he said is that they were buying access. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I want you to hear what Senator Ted Cruz had to say about Devin Archer, the Biden crime family. Take a listen to this. Senator, let's get into Devin Archer here. And and when you look at his testimony, give me a couple of your big takeaways of what was said that was even shocking to you. Just an overall recap of, of how in, insane his testimony actually was. Well, the biggest and most consequential thing that Devin Archer testified to is that Joe Biden has been lying to the American people for years and the Biden White House has been lying to the American people for years. That when Joe Biden said he had never discussed any of Hunter's overseas business deals, dealings with Hunter Biden, assuming Devin Archer is telling the truth, Joe Biden was flat out lying, that he had had roughly 20 conversations that Devin Archer was aware of. That is bombshell testimony because it goes right to the heart of joe biden's central defense that gosh this was just hunter doing his thing it wasn't me and and listen i think the best way to do this is to actually walk systematically through through some of the testimony so devin archer met hunter biden sometime between 2000 and 2004 and devin archer became involved in burisma in 2014 when he joined the burisma board and the relationship started when Mikola Zlochevsky and Vadim Posharsky were on the target list of potential investors in a fund that was known as Rosemont Real Estate Acquisition Fund One. Uh, he also confirmed that the former president of Poland, Alexander Kwasniewski, joined the Burisma board, and notably, this same point was in the FD 1023 that that the FBI prepared. So so this is one one level of concurrence between those two. Devin Archer described how he flew to Warsaw in March of 2014 to meet with Kwasniewski and to discuss Devin Archer's joining Burisma's board. And he said that he recalled Hunter Biden referring to President Biden as, quote, my guy. When shown the email he received from Hunter Biden on April 12th. Now, now think about this for a second. Ben, have you ever referred to your dad as my guy? No, not once in my life. Certainly not in the sense of like, hey, he's my guy that I'm that I'm selling at a high, to the highest bidder in the world. Right. Look, that's not normal. Daddy was Hunter's business. That's why he was my guy. I've lived 52 years. I'm quite confident I've never referred to my father as my guy. Because yep. that's not my business. That was Hunter's business. Devin Archer discussed Hunter talking about how bringing then-Vice President Biden, and to be clear, Joe Biden was the sitting Vice President of the United States at that time, uh, how bringing then-Vice President Biden to Ukraine would add value in the eyes of Burisma. And Devin Archer described that as, quote, pretty obvious if you're, you know, you're the son of a Vice President. Now, Here's an exchange. The majority counsel, the Republican counsel, asked Devin Archer the following. You keep saying the brand, but by brand, you mean the Biden family, correct? Archer, correct. 
majority council. And that brand is what, in your opinion? Was the majority of what the value that was delivered from Hunter Biden to Burisma? Archer, I didn't say majority, but I wouldn't speculate on percentages. But I do think that was an element of it. Representative Andy Biggs chimes in. When you say Biden family, sorry to cut in here. I just want to get a clarification. You aren't talking about Dr. Jill or anybody else. You're talking about Joe Biden. Is that fair to say? Archer. Yeah, that's fair to say. Listen, I think it's I don't think about it as, you know, Joe directly, but it's fair. That's fair to say. Obviously, that brought the most value to the brand. So there's a reason that Joe Biden was my guy to Hunter, because Joe Biden was the brand that was being sold. All right. Next exchange. Majority counsel. That Hunter Biden was adding value. His value that he was adding was in part, as you said, his family. Archer, uh uh-huh. Majority counsel. And so what is your basis for knowing that? Archer? My basis for knowing that? Well, I think there was, there are particular, you know, objectives that Burisma was trying to accomplish. And a lot of it's about opening doors, you know, globally in D.C. And I think that, you know, that was the, you know, and then obviously having those doors open, you know, sent the right signals, you know, for Burisma to, you know, carry on its business and be successful. All right. Here's the next conversation. Archer, quote, my only thought is that I think Burisma would have gone out of business if it didn't have the brand attached to it. Now, pause to think for a second. He just testified to Congress that Burisma, the Ukrainian natural gas company owned by a corrupt Ukrainian oligarch, would have gone out of business if it didn't have the brand. What is the brand? Joe Biden attached to it. So there's a reason they paid Hunter a million bucks a year, because attaching Joe Biden's name to the company kept the company solvent. Archer continues, that's my, like, only honest opinion, but I have no basis for any never heard any conversations. And then, then you see the Democrats jump in and Representative Goldman and Goldman, who was the lead lawyer for the Democrats in the Trump impeachments, and he's now a baby freshman Democrat representative from New York, he's decided his job is to be Hunter Biden's lawyer. And so he's jumping in, and he says, well, no, but, but, but that's different than Joe Biden's action, because, you know, Goldman's, Representative Goldman's job is to defend Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Archer goes, right. Goldman, you're just talking about that Hunter was on the board. Archer, right. And I think that's why Goldman, and so... Archer, it was able to survive for as long as it did. Goldman, by because of additional capital or Archer, just because of the brand. Goldman, well, I don't understand. How does that have an impact? Archer, well, the capabilities to navigate D.C., that they were able to, you know, basically be in the news cycle. And I think that preserved them from a, you know, from a longevity standpoint. That's like my honest. That's really what I think. That, that's like how I think holistically. Goldman, but how would that work? Archer, because people would be intimidated to mess with them. Goldman, in what way? Archer, legally. Goldman, uh-huh. Archer, so on this line of questioning, I have no like proof. I have no nothing. 
All right. Let's see, though, what he does have proof with. Here's another line of questioning. Majority counsel. And I want to talk about the value. Going back to this, it would be the spring of 2014 Cafe Milano dinner. Archer, uh uh-huh. Spring of 14. Yeah, the first one. Majority counsel. And since we talked about it before the break, if you could just recap. Could you say again who was there? Now, this Cafe Milano is a shishi restaurant in D.C., and there was a dinner. Here's Archer's answer. Archer, sure. Keens Rakashev, Kareem Masimov, Yelena Baterina, possibly Yuri, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. Mind you, Joe Biden's the vice president of the United States at the time. Possibly Eric Schwerin, majority counsel. The duration of the time that Joe Biden stayed, stayed there, you said you couldn't recall. But do you recall whether he had dinner or whether, oh, he had dinner, yeah, Archer says. I recall that he had dinner. It was a regular, not, not a long dinner, but, but dinner. Majority counsel. And so this dinner takes place in the spring of 2014, approximately. But then do you recall getting a wire on February 14th of 2014 from Yelena Baturina for $3.5 million to Rosemont Seneca Thornton? Archer to Rosemont Seneca Thornton. Majority counsel, yes. Archer, yes. And why I remember that is from, from the other testimony. Yes. All right, so the majority counsel follows up on this. Majority counsel, there's a wire, an incoming wire, to the Rosemont Seneca Bohai account for April 22nd of 2014 for $142,300. Soon thereafter, there's an outgoing wire, which appears to be the next day, to a beneficiary of Schneider Nelson Motor for this exact same amount. What was, first off, our understanding is that Novitas Holding, PTE Limited, is associated with Keynes Rashikev. Archer, that's my understanding. Why did Rosemont Seneca Bohai receive this $142,000 payment from Rashikev? Archer, it was for a car. Majority counsel, for whose car? Archer, for Hunter's car. Majority counsel, was this a Porsche? Archer, it gets a little foggy here, but I, I believe it was a Fisker first and then a Porsche. But it was, yes, it was majority counsel for an expensive car, Archer. For an expensive car, yes. So, by the way, the brand is very profitable. I, I'm curious, Ben. You've lived 40-some-odd years on, on planet Earth. Have you ever had Russians wire you $142,000 to buy a, a, a Porsche or a Fisker? No, and no one directly connected to Vladimir Putin, who are best friends, and that's how they get their money. They're billions. Uh, And on top of the fact that, Senator, we've got to talk about this, they still have not been on the sanction list while all these other Russian oligarchs have been sanctioned. She has not been sanctioned yet every time the sanctions list come out. So if you want to know what you get for the money, the three and a half million, right, or, or the other money for the car, apparently this is what you get. So, so, you're, so just to be clear, what you're saying is that Joe Biden has sanctioned numerous Russian oligarchs, and they happen to be the Russian oligarchs that didn't pay Hunter Biden millions of dollars. And he has not sanctioned other Russian oligarchs, and they happen to be the Russian oligarchs that did pay Hunter Biden millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars. Majority counsel. Going back to the calls that Hunter Biden would put on speakerphone with his father and others. Can you describe what the other people would say? And and if you can recall, after Hunter Biden did that, because I'll tell you, just just from an everyday American, 
if someone put the vice president of the United States on the phone right in front of you, it'd be pretty impressive. Archer, absolutely. Majority counsel, and I, I would think there would be some sort of reaction from those people. Archer. Yeah, I, I think everybody, I think everybody remains, you know, cool and calm like it was, you know, and then probably called their friends and family and said they spoke to them. But, you know, the reaction, I, I don't have any specifics of like people jumping up and giving high fives, but I think it was, you know, a signal that, you know, they respected and thought was of value. All right. Finally, three more lines of questioning where. It concerned the objective to get help from D.C. Conversation one, Majority Council. Did during that, I'll say, after dinner at the Four Seasons, did Mikola Zlochevsky or Vadim ask Hunter Biden to make any phone calls? Archer. Yes, though I was not a party to that phone call. Majority Council, what was the request? Archer. The request was, I think they were getting pressure, and they requested Hunter, you know, help them with some of that pressure. Majority counsel, what pressure? Archer, government. Government pressure on their, you know, government pressure from Ukrainian government investigations into Mikola, etc. But it was, it was not, it wasn't like a specific, not a specific request. It was just we were sitting there at the Four Seasons having, you know, coffee. And there was, there was Mikola. There was one of the managers for the Four Seasons who managed that property, Vadim. So it wasn't like a closed, it wasn't like, it was not like a specific meeting. Majority Council, when you say pressure from the government, at this time, were you aware that Victor Shokin was investigating Burisma? Archer. To the best, I, I vaguely, whether it was Shokin, I vaguely, there was a lot of pressure initially. There was, there was several pressure issues. It was kind of a theme of Burisma. Uh, the, the, there was capital tied up in London, 23 million pounds. The, the, there was, you know, a U.S. visa denied and, and then a Mexican visa, a Mexico visa denied. And, and then there was, so Shokin wasn't specifically on my radar as being an individual that was, that was targeting him. But yes, there was constant pressure. And it was like it was like whack-a-mole in regards to the pressures they had to resolve. At this point, Congressman Jim Jordan jumps in. The request from Mr. from Mikolaslochewski and Vadim to Mr. Biden, and or if you said it was to you, the request was for help from whom to deal with what pressure? Archer. The request, you know, basically the request is like, can D.C. help? But there were not, you know, I'm not going to, there was not, it wasn't like, there weren't specific, you know, can the big guy help? It was always this amorphous, can we get help in D.C.? Representative Jordan, the request was help from the United States government to deal with the pressure that they were under from their prosecutor and that entailed the freezing of assets at the london bank and other things that were going on in ukraine archer correct all right conversation number two representative andy biggs so why do you think they were asking hunter biden for dc help archer i i mean why 
Representative Biggs, I mean, I mean, what did you take away from that? Archer, well, I mean, he was a lobbyist and an expert, and obviously he carried, you know, a very powerful name. So I think it was, that's what they were asking for. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Devin Archer was able to testify even though the feds tried to lock him up over the weekend. Yes, the DOJ did everything they could to come after this witness, sending out a request to the judge over the weekend on Saturday to imprison Devin Archer for a case that has nothing to do with the Biden crime family so that he could not testify before Congress. That's how bad they didn't want him to testify. Not only did he testify, but Devin Archer testified that Burisma Holdings would have gone under without Joe Biden, saying he was the guy that saved the company. Now, let me remind you of who Devin Archer is. Devin Archer is Hunter Biden's best friend in life at that part of time and in business when they were in business together until they betrayed him, he says, in 2019. He told House investigators that Burisma Holdings would have gone out of business if it were not for the 
so-called Biden brand, quote unquote, which Joe Biden promoted on cell phone calls with Burisma executives to get the family paid. In 2014, Devin Archer and Hunter Biden both joined the board of Burisma. Now, it was obviously a big deal when Hunter Biden joined the board of Burisma because that's how they funneled the money to the big guy. But Devin Archer, so you understand, his best friend in business was also on the board of Burisma. This Ukrainian energy company with major legal challenges. It was also under investigation for wrongdoing. Burisma paid Hunter Biden 83000 a month to sit on its board. We know that in reality, he really wasn't sitting on the board. It was just a way to funnel the money, right? Yeah, they had to put him on the board so they looked like they could funnel the money without it being, quote, too suspicious. That's another problem. Devin Archer testified today that in December 2015, the co-founder of Burisma and an executive of Burisma put pressure on Hunter Biden to get help from Washington, D.C. regarding the Ukrainian prosecutor, Viktor Sokin, who was investigating Burisma for corruption. Now, we know in 2018, and I played this clip for you countless times, Joe Biden bragged about the firing of that prosecutor, Victor Sokin, during an official visit to Ukraine in 2015. During that visit, he met with the former Ukrainian president, Poroshenko, in Kiev about Ukraine's corruption. Now, what did he say at the time? He made it very clear at the time that he was proud of himself. He was proud of himself for able to get the guy fired. He talked about it on record at the Council on Foreign Relations, and he loved telling you that he got that prosecutor fired. It was something that, again, Joe Biden loved. He loved bragging. Yes, I think it was a wise decision. Not I, I, but it just happened to be that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and... Uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they, had, they were walking out to the press conference and said, no, nah. I said, I'm not gonna, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. He got fired. That is the president of the United States of America bragging about what now clearly is what seems to be a crime that has been committed by him. Now, four months after that meeting, not only was Poroshenko fired Sokin, as it was just described by the president, an FBI informant alleged that Joe and Hunter Biden accepted a $5 million bribe from the Burisma CEO. Devin Archer, now confirming that, said that Hunter Biden, along with the other two individuals involved, called D.C. to speak about the legal situation 
that Burisma was in. So you got the CEO, the number two in command, they're on the phone. They said they stepped away to make the call. He said not only that, but over 20 times, Hunter Biden placed Joe Biden on speakerphone during business meetings with Devin Archer present, he told House investigators. Archer also testified that Joe Biden was put on the phone to sell, quote, the brand. The 20 phone calls also included a dinner in China, they say, with Jonathan Lee, a Boa Harvest RST, BHR, right? This company, Hunter Biden and Devin Archer, held their interest in the company through a shell company called Rosemont Seneca Thornton. Republicans investigators revealed that Yelena Batarina, the billionaire ex-wife of Moscow's longtime mayor, transferred three and a half million to Rosemont Seneca Thornton on February the 14th of 2014. We also have now confirmation from Devin Archer. He confirmed today that then Vice President Joe Biden in 2014 attended a business dinner with Hunter Biden and business associates at Cafe Milano in Washington, D.C. Batarina, this Russian oligarch, also attended that dinner. So you want to talk about like sleeping with the enemy. You're literally having dinner with the enemy. The Biden administration sanction list, by the way, after the invasion of Ukraine, has excluded the Russian oligarch Batarina, and they have still not put them on the sanctions list. So I guess the $3.5 million gets you pretty good favor from the Biden administration. Make sure you download the Ben Ferguson podcast every day. Share it with your family and friends, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.